It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And this week for show number 198, for the week of November 2nd, 2017, Halloween is over. We've concluded our not-so-scary Halloween celebration, and now we are into November. That's right. Depending on where you live, you're going to be falling back and turning your clock back here this weekend, so it gets darker a lot earlier. But the leaves are falling. You smell the bonfires in the air. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving to give thanks for your friends, your family, your loved ones. And to help us kick into November, we have none other than Patrika Darbos stopping in here this week. Now, Patrika, you know from a variety of different projects, from Disney's Ruby Bridges, Step by Step, The Search for Santa Paws, Spaced Invaders, The Burbs, Gremlins 2, The Bold and the Beautiful, Desperate Housewives, and so much more. And Patrika is going to stop in and talk about what it was like being part of many of these projects on television, film, what it was like being part of something that is a historical moment in history. Yes, being part of Disney's Ruby Bridges, telling that story of the true life story of Ruby Bridges being part of shows like Step by Step and What is Happening into 2018, as well as being bullied, overcoming that, and getting to where she is today. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team. That's right, and Dominic is lassoing up, getting that short leash ready with tips and tricks to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation in the short leash. We have Aaron, who's answering all your questions, because you have the questions, he has the answers, and I want to know. We have Alexa, giving you the rundown from the Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort with Disney Parks in 5. And let's not forget Randy, who's giving you the latest with Disney Multimedia. For your Androids, your phones, your computers, you name it, ways to take that multimedia to the next level. We have all kinds of news hot off the D-Wire. From the Magic Kingdom, Otterbox, Phone Cases, Walt Disney World, The Magic Kingdom, Disneyland, Disney Junior, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and so much more as we are back in action with news here in the show. So before we jump into this week's show, we get into November, we make our way into fall. I gotta mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel, and Castle and Dreams Travel is 100% free agency. They're gonna help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have. From dining reservations, character interactions, so much more. They're going to hold your hand, treat you like family, and walk you through the process. And they have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you could possibly have. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. All right, all of you D-heads, our Halloween shows are over. We are getting into November. We have all kinds of fun. So what better way than to start an all-new month, start it brand new, and do it step-by-step. That's all you can do day-by-day. So let's officially kick off show number 198 for the week of November 2nd, 2017. Lost, what will be the future? 
Disney Home Video proudly presents two dramatic true stories about two young girls and the struggles of the civil rights movement. You may have the law on your side, but we have morality on ours. We can't be afraid. In a time and land, Of total segregation comes the story of a young girl who made history one step at a time. Penelope Ann Miller, Kevin Pollack, Michael Beach in Ruby Bridges. He inspired millions. Tell Dr. King what you want. And touch the heart of one little girl. You do what you think is right. I think it's right to march. To stand up for what she believed in. Why are you here with all these people? To be free. And join the fight for freedom. I made a big difference. Journey Smollett, Yolanda King, Clifton Paul, and Mackenzie Aston in Selma, Lord Selma. Two lasting memories of a time that would change our nation forever and a moment we should never forget. Ruby Bridges and Selma Lord Selma from Walt Disney Home Video. Hi, this is Tom Kane, the voice of a bunch of rides in the park where you hear a Jedi Master, Yoda, an occasional droid, oh dear, and of course, the Disney monorail system. And you're listening to Diz Radio, helping you relive the magic and the memories. <laughs>
complexion I was never that good I was a pawn in the game I saw no trees for the wood My future stretched behind me I was over the hill yeah. I put my best foot forward But the other stood still Take my word Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Disney fans, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 198 for the week of November 2nd, 2017, as we are officially into November. That's right, the leaves are falling, and depending on where you live, like myself, you're turning your clocks back an hour on Sunday. That's right, you get an extra hour of sleep, but of course, it gets dark by about 4 o'clock in the afternoon which does kind of suck. But this week, we have a lot of fun things. That's right, we have Patrika Darbo stopping in here at the show. You know her from so many different things, from Disney's Ruby Bridges, The Search for Santa Paws, of course, the Touchstone film, Spaced Invaders, as well as Desperate Housewives, The Bold and the Beautiful, The Burbs, so many different great things. So she is going to be stopping in here very shortly. We have the D team stopping in with Randy, Alexa, Aaron, and Dominic, and all kinds of fun. So before we jump into the show here this this weekend jump back into news yes because during halloween as you all know i took news off the table we told some stories had some spooky fun and all kinds of different things so i am glad to be back bringing you that news once again but before we jump into that news first and foremost i want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show and first and foremost you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com d-i-z radio There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash dizradioshow. That's D-I-Z radio, S-H-O-W. You can also join our D-Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Disney On Demand. 
Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. All of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, quirky, magical, different kind of Disney show and ways for you to connect up with us all over the web. And remember, if you just can't wait, you want to hear my voice ringing in your ears, our special guests, the D-Team, you name it, you need it instantly. All you have to do is go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and subscribe right there. Search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, or Diz Radio and hit subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released on your iPhone, your Android, the mobile device of your choosing, you name it, you can listen to the show as soon as it gets released. That easy. And in case you forgot, because I haven't been doing news, yes, in case you did forget, if you can't remember any of this, just go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com, and you can find all these links there as well. All right, all of you D-heads, with that said, we are jumping back into news here at the show. As I mentioned, we took October off. I wanted to just tell spooky stories and have fun, as you all know that I love Halloween. And it was our 7th annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. But now let's jump into that news, and since we are into November, how about Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? That's right, the world-renowned Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is kicking off the holiday season with its 91st Spectacle of Wonder. Now, of course, this isn't as great as it used to be, don't get me wrong. I do love the Macy's Parade. It does kick off the holiday season. Now, this Thanksgiving, a magical march returns to the streets of New York City, to homes across the United States, and of course, in all of our homes on that Thanksgiving morning. I, myself, we don't watch football in our house. We watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and that is officially the start of Christmas for us as well. Now, this year, they have a lot of fun things that are brand new for this year. Of course, one of those is an all-new Olaf balloon. That's right, you heard me correct. Frozen is coming to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and how fitting, because they have Olaf's Adventure, right, that's coming out as well, to show before Coco, so everybody's ready for that, you're getting ready for the Frozen sequel, and Disney is definitely marketing the heck out of Frozen. They did the same thing when Lion King came out, so you can't knock them for that, but Olaf is going to make his debut. Now, Macy's officially said... For the last 90 years, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade has signaled the start of the holiday season for millions of families. They mentioned that they are thrilled to once again to come together as a nation to give the gift of joy and wonder for everybody once again. And of course, ring in the one-of-a-kind Santa Claus. Now, there are a lot of different things, as I mentioned. This is a great parade. I don't need to give you the history of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but this year, there's a lot of performances they're going to have, some of them that you may know being a Disney fan, of course, like Sabrina Carpenter, as well as the Goo Goo Dolls, Flo Rider, 98 Degrees, Olivia Holt, and many others, including the Muppets. Come on, who doesn't love the Muppets? And as I mentioned, the debut of the all-new Olaf Balloon. Now, don't get scared. They are also going to have some of our classics that we love, like Charlie Brown, as well as Angry Bird Red. But one of the new ones that I am looking forward to is the all-new Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Yes, I am excited for The Grinch once again as well. Now, they are going to have some Broadway shows, some stage entertainment as well, so there's going to be a lot of fun things. Like I said, I'm not going to give you the grand rundown, but the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade kicking off once again this year for 91 years, and of course debuting the all-new Disney Frozen Olaf Balloon. Now, as we continue on here in the show, let's take it to a different place and let's go all the way down to the Disneyland Resort. And how about into 2018? Now, I know that sounds far, but it really isn't. And how about Pixar Fest, the biggest theme park celebration of stories and characters 
is coming to the Disneyland Resort on April 13th, 2018. That's right, Pixar Fest, the biggest Pixar celebration ever to come to the Disney parks, and bringing guests together to celebrate friendship is beginning on April 13th of next year at the Disneyland Resort. Now, during this limited engagement, some of the beloved stories that we all know, being part of Pixar Animation Studios, are going to come to life. And that those are all ones that we know and love, like Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, Up, and many others. Now, this is going to be an all-new fireworks show called Together Forever, a Pixar nighttime spectacular. Now, this is something that's different because it is just solely Pixar characters, Pixar movies. Now, they are going to take place on the iconic Sleeping Beauty castle and, of course, the water screens of Rivers of America and more. Now, this is no different than what they're doing with the Happily Ever After fireworks show at the Magic Kingdom. Instead, they're doing it with Pixar on Disneyland's Sleeping Beauty Castle. So this is going to be a fun one. Like they said, it's going to be something that's new, different. Having this projection coming up on the castle as part of Disneyland is going to be something new and unique for everybody off on the West Coast there. Now there's going to be brand new performances from different bands and artists and many other great original tunes all put together for a great culmination of Pixar fireworks. This is going to be a fun interactive, and more. Now, this is also going to be a little bit different as how they're going to really push this into something different. They are going to have it where you can interact with the actual fireworks show. So it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be neat. I mean, come on. With, with things like Up and Inside Out and Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, the list could go on and on. A Pixar exclusive fireworks show is definitely one that I really hope that I can go out and see sometime in the future. Now, continuing on with news, since it is November, there's more than just fall in the air, right? The leaves, whatnot. Of course, there is Mickey Mouse's birthday. And this month, Disney is having surprise visits from Mickey Mouse to delight his biggest fans from around the world. Why not? We all love Mickey Mouse. He is the true leader of the club. Now, to celebrate his upcoming birthday, Mickey Mouse is surprising some of his biggest fans in eight locations around the globe. Leading up to the big day on November 18th, everybody knows Mickey Mouse's birthday, Mickey is going to take off on such exciting destinations as Japan, Chile, Canada, China, England, and of course, all around the United States. Now, these magical moments are going to be captured and shared on Disney's Mickey Mouse Facebook and Instagram pages. Now, Mickey's going to bring some new surprises as he visits Good Morning America, as well in New York City on November 15th. Now, fans are encouraged to join in on the fun on social media using hashtag Happy Birthday Mickey. Now, they are going to do a big celebration for Mickey's birthday this year. From Disney stores and shopdisney.com to honor the occasion, they have special Happy Birthday merchandise from November 16th through the 23rd. And of course, on November 18th, all Disney stores will host celebrations throughout the day with entertainment and activities. Now, at the Disney Parks and Resorts, there's no reason to have to go into detail about this one. There's going to be all kinds of treats, photo locations, photo ops, of course, great stage shows, and of course, an all-new commemorative Happy Birthday Mickey buttons. If you go to the parks in those days, you're going to get the Happy Birthday Mickey button. Come on. Who doesn't want that to commemorate it? I love all those little special things. And as much as most of you are saying, oh, a pink birthday cake castle, I love the castle. And you know what? 
I will remember it to this day. Now also on the Disney Channel and Disney Junior, there's going to be special marathons of Mickey and the Roadster Racers, as well as Mickey Mouse Clubhouse airing throughout the weekend of November 17th on Disney Channel and Disney Junior. Now they're also going to have all new Mickey Mouse themed Disney Junior music nursery rhymes called Happy Birthday, and that's going to debut on November 17th. Now there's going to be so many different things going on for Mickey's birthday. Come on, we all love Mickey Mouse. If you want to find out more about this, all you have to do is search hashtag Happy Birthday Mickey and see all the fun, all the excitement, and all the different things that are going on to celebrate the birthday of our favorite person, our favorite leader of the club, Mickey Mouse. Now, since we are talking about Mickey Mouse and all of those fun things about the parks and so much more, how about Disney giving the sneak peek at the Tower of Terror's huge Christmas makeover? That's right, Disney World's scariest attraction, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Mind you, last week, we also had a special guest from the Tower of Terror film. Yes, Wendy Worthington here at the show. But getting back to what's going on with the Tower of Terror... Disney World is known for its complete transformation for every holiday season. Whether that's Halloween, fall, Easter, you name it, this year the Tower of Terror is getting Disneyfied once again. That's right, Disney's attraction, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Hollywood Studios is going to get a holiday makeover this season featuring bright and colorful decor all against the dark spooky backdrop of the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Of course, this is going to change it completely into the Hollywood Toy Hotel. That's right. Instead of Tower, it's going to be the Hollywood Toy Hotel. And it's great. It has great imagery from giant building blocks, number blocks. You have games like Twister, as well as, uh, you know, the Speak and Spell. So many different things to just kind of make it fun and bring it to life and make it fun. I mean, seriously, it's one of those things that makes it kind of fun, kind of unique, and kind of different. Now, Walt Disney World released the concept art for the retheming of the attraction this last week, giving parkgoers a glimpse at what the hotel will ultimately look like. Now, the projection shows Disney favors on all different things already. People are just taking to using projection. Well, like I said, with the happily ever after fireworks and more, this seems like something that's quick, easy, and it's simple for them to do, turn on and off. Now, these projections are going to be part of a brand new Disney event taking place over the next two months at Hollywood Studios called Sunset Seasons Greetings. Now, the park's Sunset Boulevard, modeled after the real street in Los Angeles, is going to be transformed into a winter wonderland for the entire holiday season, featuring lights, decorations, falling snow, billboards that come to life, and some of Disney's classic Hollywood characters are going to be all over this event. Now, the Tower Hotel, of course, at the end of the boulevard, just it needs to be remade as well for this great holiday theming. You can expect to feel like you're walking into a Norman Rockwell-inspired town that's inhabited by Mickey and Minnie and all the entire gang and so much fun like that. Now, there's also going to be great gifts for Christmas as well from the Swedish chef from the Muppets in a scene that's a life-size gingerbread houses, Olaf from Frozen enjoying a winter scene with all kinds of new lights and so much more. Now, this event is going to be kicking off November 9th through December 31st of this year, and it's going to be fun. So if you're ready to get your Christmas on, now you can see the Tower of Terror made over as well. Now, moving from the parks, let's get into the big screen, and of course, the live-action adaptation of The Lion King. Now, Disney is on a roll right now, creating live-action adaptations of many of their films, from Beauty and the Beast, Alice in Wonderland, The Jungle Book, of course, The Jungle Cruise is coming, but of course, The Lion King as well. Now, everyone has been wondering, how is this one going to play out? We already knew that James Earl Jones is going to reprise his role as Mufasa, but now the official lineup and cast 
for The Lion King, a live-action film that is coming out in 2019, so you have some time, has been released. You have Donald Glover, who's going to play Simba. Beyonce has been announced this last week as being the adult voice of Nala. As I mentioned, you have James Earl Jones as Mufasa, you have Chi Weddle as Scar, and you also have John Oliver as Zazu, John Canny as Rafiki, Seth Rogen as Pumbaa, Billy Eichner as Timon, and many others. So now the entire cast has been released. Like I said, the only original person that is coming back is James Earl Jones, and just recently we did lose Robert Guillaume, the original Rafiki, and I have to say it was a pleasure being able to have him here on our show all the way back in 2010 when he was part of Disney On Demand. Uh, It was a pleasure speaking with him all the way back then. He will be missed. But the Lion King live-action adaptation, everyone has now been released for the cast, and Beyoncé was announced this last week. All right, all of you D-heads, so with that said, I'm going to ease you into news here, right? Normally, I could talk your ear off forever and ever and ever and ever, right? I could continuously continue to talk your ear off, but I just want to give you that hint of news before we get back into full motion of what we do here at the show with all of our news, our fun, and all of our different things. So as we gear up for Patricia Darbo to stop in here, I I want to say goodbye to much of the D-team who has decided to step away because life has gotten so busy. Many of you know Paige from the Magical Music Review for the last four years. Paige has brought us all kinds of music, magic, and fun. Well, sad to say, last week for our last Halloween show, that was Paige's last show here at Disney On Demand and Diz Radio. Paige is a cast member at the Walt Disney World Resort, and life is just getting too busy being a cast member, moving on in life, and so much more. So we are sad to see Paige go, but she is always going to be part of the D-team here as well. Now, in addition, we also had other teams step away as well. As you heard, Nathan has stepped away from doing Disney history and many others, but we have a lot of great things here on the horizon. New D-team that's coming, as well as some very exciting things on the horizon. So as I ease you into what news is going to be here at the show, I guess with that said, let's get ready for Patrika Darbo to be stopping in here very shortly from the Search for Santa Paws, Disney's Ruby Bridges, as well as Step by Step, Desperate Housewives, and so much more. You have the questions, he has the answers. Aaron stopping in with I Want to Know. We have Dominic with the short leash, Alexa with more from the Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland with Disney Parks in 5, as well as Randy with the latest from Disney Multimedia, and so much more on the horizon. So as I get ready to let you go here, first I want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel, and Castle and Dreams Travel is a 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have. From dining reservations, character interactions, you name it, they're going to hold your hand, walk you through the process, and take care of you, treat you like family. They have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you could possibly have as well. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. All right, all of you D-heads, with that said, I am excited to be back. We are out of Halloween, into fall, so much more. And if it's one thing I think of when I think of fall, I think of sitting around, listening to the radio, listening to those old-time radio shows, and let's go back to one of my favorites, Charlie McCarthy. Come on, we all love Charlie McCarthy. So let's press on with show number 198. For the week of November 2nd, 2017, I'm going to release the reins here to the D-team and just make it a fun and fancy-free kind of rest of the show. The makers of Chase and Sanborn Coffee and Royal Puddings bring you the Charlie McCarthy Show! This is 
Shankar from here, ladies and gentlemen, greeting you on behalf of Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy, Ray Noble, and his orchestra, Anita Gordon, Mortimer Snurd, Pat Patrick, and Ursula Swing, Alan Reed, Jack Mather, and our special guests, Walt Disney and Donald Duck. come to you from Pasadena, California, where we've just seen a preview of Edgar and Charlie's new picture, Fun and Fancy Free, by Walt Disney, which will have its world premiere in New York City on September 27th. And here are Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Well, Charlie, what did you think of the picture? Oh, boy, great, great. I give it four bells. <laughs> Why, you clumsy butterfingers, you? That man is true. All right. Well, I love the title, Fun and Fancy Free. You'd love anything that's free, Bertie. Well, frankly, my chest is sticking out with pride. Yeah? Yeah. Your stomach is even prouder. Yeah. Dolly, what do you think of, of your work in the picture? Oh, please, no. I can't. What? Oh, you, you know how darn easy I blush. Oh. <laughs> oh, why must I be so cursed with all this talent? All right, all right. Well, there were others in the show besides you, you know. There was Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck. Well, Max, every picture has to have extras. Yes, I know. <laughs> and there's also Goofy. Yeah. I say, did somebody call me? No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, where's, where's Mr. Disney? Well, he'll be right back, Ray.
just like me Drown your frowns, my friend And you will see That you'll be full of fun And you'll be fancy free Cooper Feelings with Dressed envelope to Davis and Kurt Right down that We hope you're enjoying the Disney Channel's fall preview. Next, see what the Disney Channel has in store for you in the months ahead with the preview show. Then it's an adventure through space in the black hole, followed by Ron Howard's Cocoon. Tonight on the Disney Channel. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Nancy, an operator here at the Disney Channel. You're watching a special preview of the network that delivers all that the Disney name stands for in unique programming, quality, and value. My fellow operators and I are here to help you take advantage of a great value in family television entertainment. If you call right now to subscribe, you'll receive a coupon for this special gift. As part of the year-long celebration of Goofy, new Disney Channel subscribers will receive a coupon for a free black and teal backpack valued at $16.95. It features the Get Goofy Neon logo on the front flap, a drawstring closure, and a spacious front pocket. As a bonus, the backpack comes filled with an official Mickey Mouse Club watch, an Adventures in Wonderland activity poster, a Disney Adventures magazine, and the Disney catalog with a special value coupon. This special offer is available to new subscribers when you return the coupon mailed to you along with proof of subscription. This is our gift to you, but you must act quickly. And don't forget to check with your local cable company to find out about discounted installation or other special offers. Call our toll-free number, 1-800-847-9000 right now. And your family can get started with the best investment you can make in home entertainment, the Disney Channel. Disney Channel, this is Nancy. Hey, you guys, it's Kristen Fairley, the voice of Little Bear and uh, from the series Road to Avonlea, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Well, I hope everyone had a fun and frightful Halloween. It was a bit rainy and cold here in Arkansas, but we had lots of fun anyway. Now it's on to the forgotten holiday, Thanksgiving, because Christmas has sprung up everywhere. Well, I say bring on Turkey Day. Well, the virtual mailbag is full, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Don Jackman of Baton Rouge, and he writes, Diz Radio, great show and love the Halloween theme. This is my third year listening to the Halloween shows, and I look forward to them each time. My question is about some magic and Disney. I know they had the Magic in the Magic Kingdom special back in the 80s, but was there anything else magic like that they have done for the parks, TV, or anything? Thanks for the answers. Well, Disney and magic go hand in hand. So many characters and movies have magic as a key component. There was a Disney Channel original movie that aired January 14, 2005, called Now You See It. It's about professional magician Mystic Max, who hosts a reality TV show. It allows the winning three teams of minors, would-be TV directors and cameramen, and the best young magicians to go on to final competition at Hollywood's Magic Mansion. 
pushy nerd Allison Miller was lucky enough to discover Danny Sinclair, who performs unseen tricks with stunning surprise, yet often lacks any confidence. In between the competition test, Danny goes searching for the mansion's secrets, hidden by the founding magician Antonio de Milo. Finding those is only part of a confusing confrontation in which Max's part is unclear. Now you see it is available to watch on Amazon. Well, our next question is from Christine Bouchard of Appleton, Wisconsin, and she writes, Question for I want to know about Disney and fall. I love the pumpkins, fall in the air, and so on. My question is for Aaron and is about Disney fall on TV. Are there any fun Disney fall-themed movies, cartoons, TV shows I could enjoy? It's a big question, but anything would make my day. Well, now that Halloween is over, I will steer clear of anything Halloween-themed, which you know there is a bunch of. Several things come to mind, and I'm sure I will be leaving some out, but feel free to email me at Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com with your Disney Autumn Selections. The first one that comes to mind is Pocahontas. Thanks to that colorful Virginia world, Pocahontas has a great autumn spirit. All those beautiful colored trees and leaves represent the beauty of fall. Historical story also has a strong settler and colony theme that connects to the Thanksgiving thought. Then there's Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day from 1968. As the title suggests, the story takes place during a windy fall day. Then there's the movie Something Wicked This Way Comes from 1983. It's one of my personal favorites. Movie set in the fall when the carnival comes to town. There's the movie Squanto, a warrior's tale from 1994. The closing scene in the movie is a Thanksgiving celebration. And let me give you one more that is probably a forgotten classic. The Thanksgiving Promise was a Disney Sunday movie released on November 23, 1986. It's the story of an ailing goose that is to become Thanksgiving dinner. But as the Thanksgiving holiday approaches, the boy that nursed him to health can't bear to see him become dinner. He goes on a campaign to save the goose. It stars Lloyd Bridges, Bo Bridges, and Jason Bateman just to name a few. It's a real good one. Like I said earlier, I know there is more I'm not thinking of, but that's a good start. Well, our final question is from Gabby Wolski, and she writes... Liberty Tree Tavern is one of my favorite places to eat at the Magic Kingdom. Aaron, is there any history around it or fun facts you know about it that adds to the history of this place? I love how Disney adds stories or historical things to stuff at the parks. A young D-head riding in with permission from his mom. Why well, I love getting questions from our younger D-heads. The Liberty Tree Tavern opened with the rest of the Magic Kingdom on October 1st, 1971. The Liberty Tree Tavern is made up of six dining rooms, each honoring an important person in the history of the United States. The rooms inside the tavern are dedicated to Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, John Paul Jones, Paul Revere, Betsy Ross, and finally George and Martha Washington. Each of the restaurant's six dining rooms is themed to the revolutionary that the room is dedicated to. To this end, the Thomas Jefferson and George and Martha Washington rooms are very stately and elegant. 
The Power of Air Room is themed based on the fact that the Patriot was a silversmith, while the John Paul Jones Room is decorated with nautical equipment. Finally, the Ben Franklin Room is decorated in a way that alludes to the fact that besides being a statesman, Franklin was also a man of science and invention. Some fun facts. Until 2008, a town crier would call out each dining party's last name and home state when their table was ready. In the Ben Franklin room, guests can see his kite. In the George and Martha Washington room, you can see George's wooden teeth. And a little history about the Liberty Tree. Disney's Liberty Tree, which sits across from the Hall of Presidents, is based on the original Liberty Tree in Boston that served as a gathering place for the Sons of Liberty in the months leading up to the Boston Tea Party. The Liberty Tree illuminates each evening with a light from 13 lanterns. Each light represents one of the 13 original colonies. Thanks for the great question. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads.
is for foodies. And for frightful fun. Fall is for fireworks. And for fantastic new lands. This fall, enjoy it all only at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everyone, this is Alexa again coming at you with this week's episode of Disney Parks in 5. Starting off in Walt Disney World, Disney Pixar's new movie Coco will premiere on November 22nd, 2017. Guests at Disney Springs can celebrate early with a family-friendly fiesta that will take place at Disney Springs West Side from October 27th through November 26, 2017. Guests will get a taste of the bright and vibrant world of Coco through a medley of themed music, food, and decor daily from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Disney Pixar's Coco Family Celebration is the latest addition to, to the Disney Springs fall lineup. Following Halloween and opening before the holiday shopping season, after a successful first year in 2017, the Epcot International Festival of Arts will return again in 2018. It will celebrate all things art, performing, visual, and culinary from January 12th to February 19th with festivities running seven days a week and Disney on Broadway performances happening each weekend. Guests can try world-class cuisine while enjoying remarkable visual art and awesome live entertainment. More than half a dozen specially created food studios offering a wealth of artistic culinary delights and the Disney on Broadway series featuring performers from some of the best Disney theatrical productions. Another returning favorite is Disney on Broadway dining packages, where you can maximize your experience at the festival with a meal at one of the participating Epcot restaurants and priority seating for the Disney on Broadway concert series. Booking started on October 25, 2017, the concert series will feature pairings of Disney on Broadway stars singing favorite songs from award-winning Broadway shows. When you reserve a Disney on Broadway dining package, you'll be able to relax at your meal with friends and family and rest assured that your priority seats are waiting for you, but book soon because they are filling up. Disney just announced that Epcot's Innoventions will welcome the Spectacular, an engaging new interactive show this November. In it, Guests will be invited to join a group of real scientists and their tech-savvy intern for a series of thrilling experiments that put scientific principles like ultrasonic pressure, barometric pressure, acceleration, and force to the test. Through this funny and fascinating show, guests of all ages will have the opportunity to participate in the demonstrations and discover how each scientific principle has inspired amazing technologies we enjoy today. Moving on to Disneyland, on October 31st, 2017, the day of Halloween, guests got to experience Guardians of the Galaxy, Monsters After Dark, all day, instead of just after the sun goes down. It pays to go to the happiest place on Earth on All Hallows' Eve, doesn't it? Little ones at Disney's California Adventure Park can now enjoy the new Disney Junior Dance Party presented by Pull-Ups in Hollywoodland with high-energy songs, dazzling special effects, new friends, and beloved characters, including Mickey Mouse himself. In the show, DJ DJ and host Finn Fiesta invite everyone in for the party, kids to sing, dance, and play along with favorite Disney Junior stars like Sophia the First, Doc McStuffins, and Timon from The Lion Guard. 
Of course, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse race in from Mickey and the Roadster Racers just in time for the big finale. For the first time in almost 20 years, the Disneyland Resort will open a new Four Diamond Hotel. Construction will begin in summer 2018 and it is set to open in 2021. This hotel will transform the west end of downtown Disney and anchor a new gateway to Disneyland Resort. Extensive landscaping and water elements will create a resort oasis showcasing nature on every level of the hotel. The hotel's location embraces the iconic Disneyland monorail with a dedicated platform inside the hotel for direct transport to Disneyland Park. The ground level of the hotel will include shops and restaurants opening into an expansive landscaped plaza complete with playful water features, just like the old Disneyland hotel it sounds like. Creating a gathering place for guests and visitors. As part of this multi year expansion on the Disneyland Resort, Disney just announced that they will be upgrading and improving and adding new parking and transportation enhancements that have been long envisioned for the resort. The centerpiece of this plan is an all new parking structure to be built on the current Pinocchio surface parking lot next to Mickey and Friends. This new 6,500 space structure is designed to dramatically improve the parking and traffic flow throughout the resort. Construction is scheduled to begin in February 2018, with the structure itself set to be opened the following year. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Disney Parks in Five with me, Alexa. Let me know your thoughts and experiences on my social medias titled Disney Till You're Dizzy. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Disney Till You're Dizzy, and find my books on Amazon. They're all titled Disney Till You're Dizzy 1001 Facts, Rumors, and Myths About Walt Disney World or Disneyland, whatever. They're all on there. Well, the Disney World ones aren't yet, but they'll be there soon. You can email me your thoughts and questions about rumored new additions to the park, new rumored removals of attractions, etc., at A L E X A, that's Alexa, at DizRadio.com. Always remember that there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day, and tune in next time for more Disney Parks in Five. <laughs>
Funko presents the greatest hits of Walt Disney with original soundtrack recordings. There's Spoonful of Sugar. Super Califragilistic. The Bare Necessities. 24 exciting Disney recordings plus eight colorful character cutouts and lyrics, all in this fabulous album. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Hi-ho from Snow White. The Siamese cat song from Lady and the Tramp. Chim Chim Cherry from Mary Poppins. And everybody's favorite, Zippity Doo Dog. 50 happy years of Disney music in Walt Disney's greatest hits album. Eight Disney character cutouts and sing-along lyrics. An ideal Christmas gift. Regularly $5.99. Special this Christmas, $3.99. Woolworth, Wilco, Cunningham, Clarkins, Montgomery, Ward, Fisher, Bigwell, Camelot, Ben Franklin, Sears. This is Bruce Broughton. You're listening to Disney On Demand. Hello everyone, this is Dominic and welcome to another edition of Disney's Short Leash. If you're new to the segment, a short leash isn't what Goofy should have used to keep Max from going to college. No, the short leash is a series of tips for people to get the most out of their Walt Disney World vacation when they are short on time and short on money. With any luck, you may be able to try some of these suggestions and quite possibly do as much, if not more, than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget. Rumor has it Paige is moving on to live her dream, and what a dream that is. Imagine spending an indefinite amount of time at Walt Disney World, and instead of it costing you money, they paid you money. Come on, how can you top that? Even the penance of having to deal with tourists seems worth it. I think I can survive being asked what time is the 3 o'clock parade 60 to 70 times a day if I'm in a lifetime sentence at the Magic Kingdom. Either that, or I'd just be driven insane. But I am willing to take that risk to find out. I'm just not willing to take the pay cut. So, in a fit of jealousy and in honor of Paige, I'm taking this short leash and dedicating it to the music must-dos, past and present, for me at the Walt Disney World Resort. Let's start with a trip down memory lane. If you are old enough to remember OG Epcot, the Land Pavilion had a show that I truly miss called the Kitchen Cabaret. For the people unfamiliar, it's worth a Google search, so you can thank me later. It's a vaudeville-style show starring various singing, animatronic, anthropomorphic food. The ham and egg comedy bit still cracks me up. No pun intended, even though there's probably a pun intended. Even this many decades later, the veggie veggie fruit fruit number is still stuck in my head. Check it out, you won't regret it. And while we are still living in the past, my oldest Disney musical memories goes back to the Electric Light Parade. I remember playing that song over and over again on record. That's right, Spectra Magic was too commercial and mainstream. Yeah, you posers, I liked Disney parade music before it was cool, and only real Disney preschool hipsters listened to it the way it was meant to be played, on Fisher-Price vinyl. I'll be over here working on an overly elaborate beard and putting my wool cap away now that summer's over. The Electric Light Parade is both repetitive and evolving as classic Disney songs are laced on top of a synthesized ostinato. Well, I guess actually it's more of a passacaglia, but who cares? It was hypnotic. Don Dorsey, who would go on to create many innovative productions for Disney, created a new set of synthesized timbres that sounded like I was listening to the future. In another nod to Don Dorsey, the music from Epcot's fireworks shows over the last two decades have been phenomenal, be it the synthesized classical mashup of the celebration on land or the current illuminations, 9pm at the World Showcase is a can't-miss experience every time we're there. Next up is the Earworm Factory that is the Tiki Room. 
The title song is our current wake-up alarm, and there isn't a number in the show that we don't enjoy. Be it the fake birds, or the fake flowers, or the fake tiki gods, I defy anyone to leave without those tunes staying with you for a good two to three hours. Honorable mention for irritatingly memorable is the Carousel of Progress's It's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Not only will that tune linger, like the aftermath of a cheap bachelor party, it'll fester. At Hollywood Studios, the Muppet 3 slash 4D show is a musical treat. Sit in the very front row and watch the Penguin Orchestra. The amount of detail they put into their animatronic performance is stunning. You'll totally believe that they're actually playing the music you are hearing. And Miss Piggy's Dream a Little Dream of Me performance is Frank Oz at his best. The pre-show song with Teamsters and Tutus, also awesome. It's another I cannot miss. It's Tough to Be a Bug has a catchy We're Sorry for Scaring the Crap Out of You closing number. But even better than that, while you're waiting to get in, ignore the pushy people who are fighting to get into the wrong end of the theater and are foolishly in a rush to be forced to sit off center. Just chill in their lobby holding pen and listen to the soundtrack of Bugs' buzzing show tunes. I don't know why I like that so much, but I do. If you think about it, Splash Mountain is actually a musical disguised as a log flume ride. You'll have so much fun listening to the soundtrack that you might not even notice the fact that they flash Brer Bear's bear butt at you no less than four times on the attraction. Check out the Bear Butt of Splash Mountain WDW Plantoons episode for more on that one. Let's head back to Epcot and go to France. No, really, I mean it. Check out their movie and soak in the French Impressionalism, be it the chromaticism of Debussy or the power of the Sanson Organ Symphony No. 3, maybe better known to you as the tune the mice sang in Babe the Talking Pig movie. It is absolutely wonderful. Believe it or not, the Frozen sing-along makes the list because watching my wife and two daughters belt out the annoyingly overplayed movie soundtrack is actually a top 10 family memory. So I guess it's hard to hate on. Seasonally at Epcot, the Candlelight Processional has a live full orchestra and choir with an excellent arrangement of seasonal music, and it's an all extravaganza. And while we're talking about live Disney music, check out the Waterside stage at Disney Springs. Chances are a talented group of high school musicians are showcasing a year's worth of practice for your enjoyment. Head over to the shop, eat, and show them some love, especially if you happen to be traveling there between this coming March 15th and 17th. Because listening to some kids living a musical dream, especially if they drove in from Delaware, is the definition of can't miss. The more I worked on this segment, the more great musical park moments I remembered. So before this short leash becomes a long list, I think I'll just say good luck to Paige and that short leash people, I hope you enjoyed the tip. I do have an official Diz Radio email, so I'd love to hear from you with a high some questions, suggestions, or even your own short leash tips at Dominic at DizRadio.com. That's D-O-M-E-N-I-C at DizRadio.com. I also can be found on the internet on Twitter at WDW Plantoons and on YouTube or your favorite podcast apps by searching WDW Plantoons or by visiting Plantoons.com. Well, folks, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Everyone with an earshot, listen to me, this is your friend Wayne Brady, me tell everybody about one place you need to go, it's called the Chicken Room, we got parrots, macaws, everybody, everything that fly under the sun, everybody welcome, it doesn't matter if your man is old, you take flight, take flight, take wing, take flight, take flight, now sing, welcome to a tropical hideaway, you lucky people, you, you know you're lucky now, if you weren't in the show, starting right away, we'd be in the yard against you, <laughs> oh. in the Chicken Oh, come on, get 
to the tiki room, you got to come. Everybody get up off your feet. Flap your wings. Flap your wings. Flap your wings. And fly like a bird. The boys in the back, they are calling the cars. Because of the claws? No, because they're my cars. A fine feathered friend is a jolly toucan. And two can sound better than one toucan can. The bird of paradise is an elegant bird. It likes to be seen and it loves to be heard. Most little birdies will fly away. But the tiki room birds are here every day. In the tiki, 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 tiki room. In the tiki, 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 tiki room. All the birds sing words and the flowers groove. Scientists have speculated that there was intelligent life in outer space. Now comes definitive proof that there is no such thing. Come on, open this baby up. Let's see what she'll do. Hit it, Blasney. <laughs> now five misguided Martians have landed in Big Bean, Illinois. Come on, let's kick some earthling butt. <laughs> Looks like you hit something. On Halloween night. Prepare to die, Earth scum. <laughs> Maybe later. Have fun, boys. They think they're having Halloween costumes. What a bunch of morons. Perhaps a taste of this death now. Perhaps I'll just have to remove those little heads of yours. And now they're up to their antennas in... What did I step in? You know how bad that's gonna smell? In trouble. There are five of us and four billion of them. Why know you boys? They're my cousins from California. You're going 3,000 miles per hour. There goes my insurance. They're not really bad. They're just stupid. Join Captain Bipto. I said prepare to die, Lieutenant Blasney. I thought this was a bad idea. Enjoy the robot slave. And all their spaced-out friends as they take off on an adventure that's not quite out of this world. Who taught you to drive, you moron? Spaced Invaders. We did win, didn't we? Lights. Camera. Action. 
It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you listeners out there, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio's Diz Radio Show. And as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of movie, films, television, and so much more, many times those are ones that you've passed on to generations, ones that you're currently experiencing, and so much more. And with us here this week is somebody that has been part of many of your lives. You know her from such things as Troop Beverly Hills, Spaced Invaders, as well as The Burbs, as well as being part of Bold and Beautiful and so much more. We have none other than Patricia Darbo here. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. It is our pleasure having you on. Your resume continues to impress. I go through there, and there's so many of these films and projects you've been part of that I either grew up with or I've passed on to my children as well. So I guess the one question that I always started off with, first and foremost, is what led you down the road of acting as a career? Well, you know what? Um, to be really honest, I was a victim of being bullied, um, and I learned very fast that it was better to have people laugh with me than at me. So being an actor sort of helped. I got into a very safe environment because not all kids are jocks, and I think you should know that you have a place to go. There's you may not fit in here, but you do fit in somewhere, and that everyone should work to that. Well, you know, and it's been fruitful for for you as well, because, you know, that's the kind of thing where, like you said, you were a victim of bullying, which, you know, continues to always be something that is, you know, that people try to, I guess, squash out, something that needs to end, and that pushed you into your career and something that everybody has loved. And you've been part of some great classics that many people have passed on to generations, including things like Troop Beverly Hills, shows like Step by Step, and many of those projects. Now, I guess landing that first role uh, when you finally were getting settled in, what was that first absolute role when you were like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is going to be my career for the rest of my life. Um, you know, I don't know if there's just one that did it because I tried to take every new adventure as a new adventure and something that would lead to something else. And when I do mentor a lot of young people, I always say to them, yes, there are small parts, but take them, make them your own, learn while you're there, and um, they'll grow into another part and another part. Um, I think back some of the kids that are now parents will remember things like um, Give Me a Break and uh, Different Strokes. Um, I did that, um, and so a lot of those little roles led to the bigger roles that I'm doing now. Um, uh, let's see, Growing Pains, and then, of course, I got to do Step by Step, which was a wonderful adventure. Um, so a lot of little roles led to bigger roles and uh, just grew as an actor, and I don't think anyone should ever have to tell you to be nice, but it's always good to be nice out there because you never know who you're meeting and who's going to move you forward in the future. Well, definitely. And it's one of those things, like you said, you have to be nice when you're, you know, encountering all these parts because that's what leads on to something that's, you know, bigger, better, larger, you name it. But like you said, you said no part is too small. And that leads to many different things that you've been part of that are cult statuses, like the Burbs, which continues to have this cult fan following and many others like that, including step by step. Now, when you're part of these, looking back all these years later, does it still surprise you how popular these projects were that People are still passing them down. They still play them on television. You know, people really, I guess, have this this moment in their heart that they recall they, these great gems. Well, you know, I think it probably is because of the fact that it was more family-oriented. We were not as moving as fast as we are than now. Uh, parents and children sat down together at dinner and didn't, everybody didn't have a phone in front of them. Everyone talked about what was going on. <laughs> Uh, I think, and I, that sort of sounds old-fashioned, but 
it is kind of important some, that we learn how to speak to one another and talk about different things instead of having our nose constantly in some kind of computer program of some kind. Um, because if suddenly everything, I mean, we all watch these futuristic things and these science fictions. If something happened where we didn't have the electricity anymore, would we know how to speak to one another? So if, I think that was the thing, was that we dealt with families, we talked with each other, um, we played together in different things. I mean, people don't do that anymore. Um, and I think that they'd have more fun and learn more. But again, I'm old fashioned and I'm old. I can tell you. <laughs> well, and those are the kind of values that I love to instill with my children as well in my family, where you sit down, you take that time. And that even leads me down to, like you said, you're a part of many of these projects where that's what people were doing. You had family night and you were even part of such things like Ruby Bridges on the Wonderful World of Disney and being part of that. I guess what was it like? Because being part of the Wonderful World of Disney is a huge thing. That's something that, you know, Disney fans are notorious for tracking down all these projects, TV movies. What was it like when you realized, oh my gosh, I am on a Disney Sunday night movie? I, I have to tell you, it was such an honor to be a part of Ruby Bridges to bring that story to everyone because I think most people of my age and even now kids learning in history was the um, the adults who dealt with it back in um, uh, that time. But this was a six-year-old little girl dealing with it by herself and the things that happened with her family and how brave her teacher was. And to have this program introduced by President Clinton at the time, it was – I can't even – that's kind of one of those moments when you – because Disney's been around since I was just a little kid. So that's something that you strive for and to be a part of because that will be in the Disney vault forever and to be shared with everyone forever. And that's just wonderful. Well, definitely. And like you said, it's one of those stories where it is something that's part of history, bringing it to life. And like you said, it's in the Disney vault forever because, you know, people can still purchase, you know, even the DVDs for these because – it's those kind of stories that really bring something to life because not everybody is going to read a history book. Not everybody knows everything, but if they sit down and watch something like Ruby Bridges where it's telling this heartfelt story, it's still getting that little bit of history out there for a new generation. I think so, and I think that's it's the ultimate bullying going on, and you see how it happened. And, um, you know, I was fortunate when I was doing it to meet the real Ruby Bridges, and she has a wonderful, um, uh, I, I guess uh, it's a, I don't know what, I mean, I'm losing my words right this moment thinking about it, but she has an organization that she's always strived to go on, and it was all made possible by telling her story and, and the growing of it. And again, like I can't say enough that it's in the Disney vault, and your children, my grandchildren, your grandchildren will all get to see it at one point or another because it'll be there forever, and it's good storytelling but it's based on fact. Definitely. Now, you've been part of so many different things where it was, you know, movies, television, and so much more, but you've also tapped into doing voice work and being part of Rango and things like that. I guess, how different was it to jump into the voice acting, and did you really enjoy doing something completely different um, from being on camera? Well, you know what? Yes, I totally enjoyed it, and I have so many friends that make their living totally by doing voiceover, and you never see their faces, but you hear their voices all the time. Um, I'm a, currently a governor with the Television Academy, a performer's governor, and one of our previous governors and who's on my um, executive committee is Bob Bergen. And Bob Bergen is the voice of Porky Pig and Tweety Bird, and he's made his, his living doing that. Um, I was so fortunate to be able to do Babe 
um, the first babe, which was thrilling. Uh, I can't even tell you how much we loved when we were doing the voices, how we we couldn't wait for the movie to come out. Um, and to do Rango, to work with Johnny Depp and those great characters, people there, it was it was wonderful. Now, you've also been part of many other things, including being Mrs. Claus in The Search for Santa Paws, because everybody loves those movies, you know, with the buddies and all that. What was it like realizing, I'm going to bring Mrs. Claus to life? Because that's, that's some big shoes to fill. <laughs> you know, it was really wonderful. But again, Mrs. Claus is always in the backseat to Mr. Claus, because we all love Santa. But what a great opportunity that was to be a part of that with, um, you know, Richard Riley, who played Santa Claus, was wonderful, trainers and things. And it was just a great experience. And that's something else that will be going, you know, kids will be watching that forever. Definitely. Now, you're also part of many different things going on now, of course, being part of the bold and the beautiful, which, you know, everybody does love watching their serials every day, things like that. What, what is it? I guess, how different is it? Because I can only imagine the turnaround time on stories and scripts and, you know, filming has to be a lot more rigorous than it is when you're filming, you know, a full out, full length or a uh, full length feature film. Well, because it's every day, it's a lot of memorizing because we don't have cue cards or anything. So everything, we shoot two scripts a day on The Bold and the Beautiful. So everything has to be memorized. So it takes, a, you know, it takes a lot of time. It's not just learning the words, but you have to learn what the words mean and, and, and be an actor. So it's, it's a lot of work. Um, I mean, I was fortunate. I did Days of Our Lives also which gave me at least a background on what to do. And now I'm on the bold and the beautiful. As I said, it's a half hour versus a whole hour. And I didn't quite realize what an international soap opera this one is. I mean, we are very popular in um, in Europe and uh, Australia, all kinds of places like that. Well, and like you said, the bold and the beautiful has this world, I guess, this world fan base, which is completely different. And doing a half hour, and you know, you're playing Shirley Spectra on the show, and you know, like you said, every day memorizing it. Now, is it the kind of thing where you sit down and you memorize, you know, all right, this is what the character's doing or whatnot, or are you just like, I got to remember these five lines and get behind the camera and then come back and read the next few lines. Well, usually I read it through like about 15 to 20 or 30 times, and then I start working on my lines. And generally what happens is you end up learning everybody's lines so that you know if they change, if they kind of change a tense, you, you're listening all the time. And that's the most important thing with an actor is to listen to the other actor while you're there. But you de definitely learn your lines you get the meanings first, and, and that happens by just reading it through and through and through and through, and then you start working on putting the lines to um, memory. Definitely. Well, and like you said, it's one of those where you start to remember it. You go out there, you, you pull this off, and, you know, being every single day and, you know, doing these kind of roles, I guess when you go out in public, uh, how often are you recognized for either the bold and the beautiful or any anything that you've done where people are like, oh, my gosh, you know, you were part of this that I love so much? <laughs> It happens, it happens quite a bit. And it's very funny to me because it's, I know when somebody looks at me, if I take, if I kind of look and see how old they are, I know where they're going to know me from. <laughs> some will know me from the step by step. Some will know me from days of our lives. Some will know me from both of the beautiful. A lot of times people, um, that are more in my age group will remember me from in the line of fire. Um, with Clint Eastwood and John Malkovich because that's where he killed me. And a lot of times people remember that scene vividly. So it just kind of sometimes depends on the fan that's coming up to me. And then it's interesting because sometimes people recognize my voice because I have a little bit of a southern drawl and they, 
they'll go, I, I didn't see you, but I heard you and I knew who you were. So it's, it's very interesting how it happens. I just always hope that I have makeup on and I don't look scary. <laughs> well, and it is funny that you mentioned that you can always tell based off of somebody's age. Like myself, you know, I definitely associate you with Step by Step, Troop Beverly Hills, Spaced Invaders, you know, that entire era, including the Burbs, which I personally loved. Now, with that, uh, in going out and people recognizing you, going through many of these projects, did anything ever happen on any of these sets or anyone that you've encountered over the years where you're like, this is going to make it into my book. This is something that I will never forget, you know, for the life of me. Oh, golly gee, let's see. Um, I mean, I did, uh, years ago, I did Karina Karina and meeting Whoopi for the first time. Uh, doing In the Line of Fire, I didn't get to work with Clint Eastwood, but he loved what I did with John so he hired me to be in Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Um, Sandra Bullock, being on a ship for two months with Sandra Bullock and Jason Patrick was pretty fun. And Willem Dafoe. I mean, there's things like that. Um, I get like working with Richard Riley, as I said, as Santa Claus, being part of that iconic thing, meeting Ruby Bridges for the first time. There's so many things that um, I've been very blessed with and I'm very grateful for. And I, and I'm going to keep doing it, God willing, and the creek don't rise. Well, and like you said, it's there's so many different moments that you you know you personally remember. And now with that too, when anything comes on television or things like that, do you ever stop and take a look and I guess and watch back anything that you've been in, or do you just keep moving on to the best and the next? Sometimes I look at them and go, "Oh my goodness, I could have done that better." <laughs> so, um, but. <laughs> Some of the other kids shows that I've done, like the the Mickey Matson shows uh, with the young kids in um, in in the, both Mickey Matsons were wonderful. Where I played I played Grams again, but those were fun. We filmed in Michigan. Those were great kids shows. Um, uh, it's it's always fun to be in wholesome family movies that hopefully parents and kids sit down and enjoy together. And uh, like like you said, sometimes looking back and being a part of them, you kind of go. Whoa, I mean, I, I've done a lot of things. I've, sometimes you don't even think about it till you look at your own resume and go, wow, I've been busy. <laughs> Well, and like you said, too, earlier, you know, it's one of those things where it's either a big role or a small role. It doesn't make a difference because, you know, without that role, there would be something missing from that show, that movie. You know, every part is what makes it you lose that, I guess, that imaginary, that feel when you're watching that film. Well, yes, you do. And you kind of go, you know what? I thought I was just doing a small part, but you know what? Um, I'm, I'm still doing small parts. I'm still doing big parts. I'm still moving on. And that little part that I did in this film stood out and it moved the story forward. And I'm very grateful for that. Definitely. And, and no, no part is, uh, I guess no part is too small, especially for you. I mean, come on, being in Gremlins too, and just being, you know, a yogurt vendor customer, you know, that, that's a big role because Gremlins, everybody loves it. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, I got to do that. It was, I had done the burbs with Tom Hanks and the director asked me to come be in Gremlins too. So it, uh, it's, you know, one thing leads to another thing and it was a great experience. Definitely. Now I know that you have so much going on, you know, constantly working bold and the beautiful and so much more, I guess with that, I guess, uh, looking into the future for the rest of 2017 or into 2018, do you have anything on tap that we're going to be able to see you in or hear you in that you can let us in on, or are we just going to have to keep our eyes and ears open? I think you're going to have to keep your eyes and ears open right this moment. I mean, I'm working the, the, uh, I won the Emmy for Acting Dead, which play, playing a very crazy agent. Um, and we're working to try to get season two up on that. 
um, you know, which is a, a thing about zombies, so you have to be careful how old you are to watch it because even though it's a comedy, there's still a little bloody stuff going on. Um, so I'm not sure if that's a good thing. Um, the Bold and the Beautiful, of course, is a big part of my life right this moment. And um, um, I just keep working. I mean, my when I'm not working on Bold and the Beautiful, my agents are sending me out for other things. Um, and, you know, you're going to get to see reruns all the time. Um, I mean, the Big Bang Theory reruns, Roseanne reruns. So there are a lot of things out there that I'm popping up on your TV all the time. And sometimes I look and go, oh, man, I forgot I did that. So it's great. Well, I guess in closing here, you know, being part of so many people's lives, whether that's movies, television, serials, doing voice work, you name it. I guess for everybody listening in, fans of, of all your work, is there any final words you'd like to leave out there for everybody listening in whose lives you've touched over the last many years? Well, I hope the best thing I can leave and, and impart to anyone is that don't let anybody tell you what your dreams are or that you can't have it. Just work hard for it. Be focused and go for it. Um, life is way too short, um, and you should have fun. Treat people the way you want to be treated, and it'll come back to you threefold. Definitely. Well, it was our pleasure having you stop in, chat with us. We're going to be looking out for you on The Bold and the Beautiful and so much more. So it was our pleasure having you stop in, Patrika, and take this time going down memory lane into the future and so much more, and you are always welcome back anytime. Jonathan, you're a doll. I appreciate it, and thank you to all the fans out there because without you, we would no, none of us would be anywhere. We need you, we love you, and we appreciate you. Name a place, pick any little town. There will be a street or two where something's going down. Where the mood is cheerier but eerier and something like wisteria lane. People smile, but everyone's on guard More than just the grass is greener in the neighbor's yard Rich or poor, or dreary or superior It's more or less wisteria lane All those secrets no one ever knows Tell one secret, watch it as it grows. Name a place, pick any little road. You may call it Maple Street or Main. Call it what you will, it's Wisteria Lane. And their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kurt right down that We think bullying is a serious issue. Just to be clear, we're against it. Anyone can get bullied. It doesn't matter who you are. Or check out some of these real comments people said about us. Caleb, you got a big forehead. Seriously? <laughs> oh, here's a clever one. Laura is an idiot. Rainy Rodriguez is annoying and makes me want to vomit. Well, I hope you're not watching the show on a full stomach. <laughs> I hate Ross Lynch because he's ugly, stupid, weird, untalented, and he gets on my nerves. Wow, I think they pretty much covered everything. Think before you post, guys. Are these things you say to someone's face? How would you feel if your principal, mom, or grandparents saw it? Oh, you're lucky my grandma doesn't know how to use the internet because she'd have a thing or two to say about the idiot comment. <laughs> but seriously, as actors, we're used to mean posts. 
We don't like them, but it just comes with the job. These are just a few mean comments, but if someone's continuously harassing or insulting you, that's bullying, and you should let someone know. Talk to a friend, a sibling, or an adult. It might not seem like it, but there's always someone who'll be able to help. You're never alone. And a little piece of advice, if you're thinking about saying something mean about someone, just don't. Now on Diz Radio, it's Brandy, giving you the latest news on Disney's multimedia. Brandy has you covered, giving you the latest news on what's happening at the Walt Disney Company. Now on DizRadio.com. Hey D-Heads, I want to make a special shout out to our D-Team, which have wonderful great segments, and as well specifically to the Disney Parks Top 5, Disney Munchies, and Short Leash. All these wonderful segments makes me get more and more excited, and as well to overcome the Disney Blue Parks, where I can feel that I'm part of the magic and hopefully uh, counting down the days to my next Disney Park trip. Now, with that in mind, I one of my favorite experiences that I love to enjoy and as well watching is the fireworks display. Magic Kingdom's fireworks displays over the seasons like the Halloween, Christmas, Star Wars adventures over at Disney's Hollywood Studios has been spectacular and it just makes me more and more excited to experience and hopefully someday real soon. And with that in mind, over at Disney Research, they are working on a new way to help the visually impaired and uh, people who are blind to help expand the magic for them as well. Now, the, the special technology is called Feeling Fireworks. Disney Research is under production of trying to figure out this new way of technology to try to enhance the, the guests at the Disney parks and presenting feeling the fireworks is using a special technology aiming to make fireworks more inclusive for the blind and visually impaired guests. This tech special technology is using a tactile effect are using a durable directable water jet spray onto the rear of a flexible screen with different nozzles to to make a create a different fireworks for each display on the screen. Disney Research quotes our approach is low cost and scale to allow for dynamic tactile effects to render with high spectacle resolution. A user study demonstrated that the tactile effects are more meaningful analogs to the visual fireworks that are that they represent with sighted users that are able to use to label correct correspondence with the tactile to visual effects by using a large margin over chance. And with that, all this jumble and stuff is saying that they're using this screen, using special direct fire um, jets to spray on this flexible screen, and the, using your palms of your hand, you can feel the different fireworks that are sh shown with that's currently at the parks. And with this type of technology, it's, it could be used for a potential wider use. And this is will help for the visually impaired and the and the blind guests that are wanting to as well not just hearing the show but being a chance to feel the magic and as well the fireworks that are that you can, all the other guests are enjoying at the parks. This is a wonderful experience that Disney Research is currently working and hopefully down the road might use it for the rest of the parks. I think this is a great technology and it's kind of wanting it kind of makes you think like why didn't they think about this in the first place you know but you know technology has been had its limitations and as technology continues to grow and more expanding and kind of getting our our fingers wet you can say of figuring out how to expand the magic for other guests who are can't enjoy this 
type of experience. And with this in mind, it's something that Disney should really roll out. And and with the low cost and effectively, this will be one way to continue to plus the magic and enhance the magic over of time. You can find more details about this special technology over at Disney's research website. And the link to do it is DisneyResearch.com backslash publication backslash feeling dash fireworks. Again, that web link is DisneyResearch.com backslash publication backslash feeling dash fireworks. You can also see a little small clip over on YouTube. And if you can search feeling fireworks, again, you can find it on YouTube.com and use the search word feeling fireworks. Is there a game you would like me to review that I haven't covered already? Or some gaming tips you would like to share with the community? Be sure to have your name, town you live in, and state so I can give you the credit. You can send me an email at randy at disradio.com. The email again is randy at disradio, D-I-Z-R-A-D-I-O.com. Well, this is Randy signing out for Disney Multimedia. Be sure to keep your eyes, ears, and senses alerted with the latest Disney Multimedia around you. Until then, see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we invite you to turn your attention to the sky high above Sleeping Beauty Castle, where if you believe and wish hard enough, you too will see the magic of Tinkerbell as she lights this evening's performance of Fantasy in the Sky.
to celebrate America, we present our patriotic finale. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand. Dibs. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. All right, all of you D-heads, so that's going to wrap up this week's show. We are officially into fall, having fun, and I am getting ready for Thanksgiving. As many of you are going to be jumping right into Christmas, no, I like to take each season for what it is. So remember, take that time and give thank yous and have thanks for your family, your friends, your loved ones, and so much more. And with that, I want to extend a very special thank you once again to Patrika Darbo for taking that time and stopping in here this week, taking that trip down memory lane, and I am looking forward to seeing you in 2018. Thank you Patrika once again for stopping in here at the show. I'd also like to thank the D team of Dominic, Aaron, Alexa, and Randy all stopping in with their signature segments. Without the D team, there'd be nothing more than me rambling week in and week out and that could get old really, really fast. And finally, thank you, the D-Heads. Without you, there would be no show. You are the reason we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney for almost eight years, 200 shows. You are the reason we keep coming back at you to make the magic happen every single week. So thank you, the D-Heads, for continuing to support us here at Diz Radio. Now, next week, we are almost to 200 shows. Yes, and next week is show number 199. And we have all kinds of fun things stopping in here next week. So before I give you clues as to who's going to be stopping in, first, I got to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com. Radio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Diz Radio Show. That's D-I-Z Radio S-H-O-W. You can also join our D-Wire Disney Discussion Group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Disney On Demand. Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, magical, quirky 
different kind of Disney show. And if you want to stay connected instantly, you can't wait. You want that magic in your ears. You want to hear me ramble. You want to hear the D-Team, our celebrity guests. All you have to do is go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and subscribe right there. Search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, or Diz Radio. Hit subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released on your iPhone, your Android, your tablet, the device of your choosing. You can get it, listen to it, and enjoy it. And remember, if I am talking too fast, all you have to do is go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com, and find all these links there as well. All right. We are into November. We are getting ready for Thanksgiving. Lots of fun. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We also have great holiday classics on the horizon. Now, of course, some of those might not be Disney, but come on. Garfield Thanksgiving, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and of course, planes, trains, and automobiles. So a lot of great Thanksgiving things. Don't jump too quickly into Christmas. Enjoy Thanksgiving for what it is. And next week, we have something fun. Think fall. Think the leaves blowing. Think the wind. Think those final days before you celebrate Christmas. I'm going to leave my hint at that. Now, as always, I want you to go out there, make the memories, make the magic happen. Because without you, the D-Heads, without our family, without our friends, without our loved ones, there would be nothing. So take time, slow down, and never neglect family for business. You can always make money. You cannot always make memories. Remember that first and foremost every single week and with that said i'm gonna leave you all here this week as we continue to press on close out this show and remember whether you're a d-head whether you're one of our d-team who has moved on in this last year maybe you're a new d-team stopping in maybe you're a brand new listener in d-head or maybe it's just your friends your family and your loved ones we will always be there for you and remember to be there for them friends are something that's genuine and made until next week all of you d-heads have a fantastic magical weekend
Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.